Metal Cough. Hey, behaves. What is up, everybody? You are listening to the last Haberman Middle Cough Haberman and Middle Cough podcast for the next two weeks. We'll be back in two weeks. Take a vacation. This is our mailbag, recorded on a Friday, out on a Sunday, and hopefully it gets you through the next two weeks. And by the time we come back, you are missing us so much you can't wait to consume everything we do. When you run your own business, do we get paid vacation? How does that work? Yeah, this is. Uh, we pay ourselves. Uh, we get the residual, the, the YouTube residuals. Yeah. <laughs> well, the way our payment works with some ad agencies, I think we we should have some payments coming in the next couple of weeks. So you know, it's just like money. That technically, we earned. You know, it's just it's complicated, but yeah, we will get paid vacation, kind of. <laughs> That's right. Paid vacation coming up. Um, depends up. Yeah, I guess maybe some payments will come in over the next two weeks from uh, different uh, vendors, as you call them, and. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, then we'll show me my money. Then it'll be a paid vacation job. So we'll be very, back very, in a couple weeks. Very true. But look, here's the deal. Keep hitting us with the mailbag. iTunes, go to the iTunes page. This is how people got in the mailbag for this edition. Go to the iTunes page, leave us a review. In that review, we want two things. We want to question your favorite bar to watch games at. You can IGDM. I've got one IGM today. But really, we also want on the Facebook page, same deal. Question. Haberman and Middlecoff Facebook page. It's promo code HAM. Um, description is, uh, it's in the description of both the podcast and the YouTube and your favorite bar to watch a game at. And we've got a Facebook question. I, I even think too, favorite just bar. Obviously, I think most bars have TV. Favorite bar to hang out at. Okay, I like that. Because there are, you know, because there yeah. are some, you know, we're mid-30s, they're higher end bars. I'm, I'm watching a game at any bar I'm going to. But right. I do think you can, uh, like if you go on a date, uh, you know, you can outthink the room. You're like, go to a higher end place, but you know where the TV is. You yeah. know where you like to sit. Yep. You know, you can uh, you can utilize your strategy. You know, but it's like, but it's a nicer place. But you like, you know, you have the perfect view. Like tonight, might be going pl- somewhere Friday night, higher end bar, but I got a view of the TV. You know, so I can get a little uh, a little conference championship game in the background. I, I like that. I like that because <laughs> we don't want the primary reason you love the bar is well, they got 30 TVs. Otherwise, you'd all just be you know saying Hooters. Which if Hooters is your favorite, yeah. cool, but. Uh, it's about best bar to hang out at. Love it. Wherever you live. We've got some people from all over the country, a lot of people that listen. So uh, that's what you put in the mailbag question. And a few of them put them in today. So we should dive in. Because I'll that. be honest, when if I go to a high-end bar and it does not have a television, I'm sorry you're judged. Like, it's just not for me. Right? And, and, and like even, even like the Flemings and the Ruth Chris, your TVs don't have to be as big. I get you have different. They always have TVs, though. They always do. You know, any bar worth their salt to me, Maybe there are some like, uh, I'll like tell you, in San Francisco or New York, a super high end. I kind of get it, but like anything below the elite of the elite of the elite, like you got to have a TV. Bro. I'll tell you where you get caught is I think I went to an event at this place called Water. I think it's called Water Bar. It's one of the places like, uh, you know, along the water in San Francisco and uh, one of the piers. And they had TVs, high, nice place, has TVs, but it was like one of those private event backroom things. And the back room does not have a TV. So you got to like, oh, bathroom break. I think it was during like the NC. It was during some uh, Thursday night football, maybe. It's like bathroom break. Oh, uh, let me walk to the bar, check out the TV, come back. It's like, guys, we need. That's to hard. To, that's hard to. It's hard to judge them on that, right? Because they they have a special event area, and I think a lot of times it's that's a tough one. I know that is. It's, I was when stuck. you get caught in that position and something good's going on, it's it's easy to get angry. Uh, on uh, YouTube, Blue Nose Pit says, I have an 85-inch TV eight feet, eight feet from my face in the living room. Yeah, you're probably not far from yeah. the uh, refrigerator either. I, you know, and not to take a shot at that individual, I think most people have pretty big TVs now. We just need 85, to have 85? Like, oh, that, well, that's big. That's big. That's big. 
But like if, if you were, let's say you bought a house tomorrow and you either had, you know, it, 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 as you get older, you got to start thinking like, I'm going to have a separate room for my multiple TVs. Like you can't yeah. have three TVs in your living room. Two in the living room. <laughs> but, but like if you, if you were just going to have one in your living room, you're probably going in modern day society, minimum 70, right? And I've seen some, I have some friends or people I know that built like kind of man caves I think you kind of go probably 80-ish for your big, big boy, and then maybe a couple 50s. Yeah. You know? Well, depending on how big the room like, is. I, like 80, yeah, don't you it, think it, you it, burn it, your it, eyes out at a certain... But I guess if you're at least 80. I don't know. Like, I, I, have, a, I have a 65 in my, uh, my two-TV living room. Yeah. Which is really, you know, it's a hybrid. It's a condo, so I view that as a man cave as well. Like, sometimes I look at it, it could be bigger. But this, to me, the second TV, the key is like you can go 85. You can go a contrast of like two, like a 40 and it'd be good, right? Yeah. You just need to be able to see what's going on. Yeah. My second TV does not have audio capability because I have a sound bar through the one. Oh. So that, that audio, I, there is never. Uh, TV the, two is always on muted. Mute. Yeah, it's just on. It's just it, or the volume's turned all the way down. It, the only audio would come from the television. Gotcha. All right. You ready to die? That's another thing. Sound bars have changed the game because they're not very. You can get a sound bar for a hundred bucks, and it really Big does difference. Make it sound better. Yeah, I know. Butcherbox.com/ham and another special deal: free for a year. You get salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for a year, plus an additional twenty bucks off. Right now at Butcherbox.com/ham. Been telling you about it for years. Been eating it. Four years on a regular basis. Easily find high-quality meat and seafood. You can trust 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork-raised, crate-free, and wild-caught seafood. Always be prepared with meat in the freezer when you get butcherbox.com ham delivered right to your doorstep with free shipping. ButcherBox is offering you... Free for a year plus an additional 20 bucks off either salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for free. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash ham and use the code ham to choose your free offer for a year plus get $20 off your first order. What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park, been there a million times, never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app, your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game time app, promo code HAM. Save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Uh, all right, you ready to dive in the mailbag? Yes. Here we go. These are real questions, John, from real people, which we appreciate very much. And we begin... Um, now let's not start with that one because that, uh, do we want to start with this one? No, we don't want to start with that one. Hold on. Here we go. All right. First up, this is from devil dog 1345. You know what I like to say, John real name on the internet, not five hams for this one. 
Love these guys. I'm from Wisconsin and still enjoy all the shows just because they're awesome dudes. Questions for the pot. I'm a huge Packer fan. My conspiracy theory is that J.J. Watt would have taken a hometown discount to come play in Green Bay, but he knew or Rodgers told him that he was going to ask for a trade, blow things up in the offseason. What do you think? Patrick in Wisconsin. Doesn't name a bar, which he's in Wisconsin. Probably have a good one, but I got to tell you, John, that's a strong conspiracy theory from Patrick in Wisconsin. Going to red flag that. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was given, I think, $23 or $24 million guaranteed. When he got two years, $30 million, my jaw hit the floor. And listen, I'm not... He's actually become way less cheesy, and I'm someone who admires the player in his peak as good as I've ever seen. And I, I didn't see, you know, like Reggie White in his prime or LT, but he was JJ, unreal player. I do think... If you follow him on social media, he plays a lot of golf in the Arizona area. I think he's pretty fucking happy. He got paid. He got to go to a warm weather place. I, I, I actually think it was very, in a weird way, like he was just going to go what gave him the most money and like a cool place to live. Yeah, it doesn't, from a financial standpoint, that's not the Packers' MO. But I like, do Let's want- say they would have given him two years, $30 million, but... Five less guaranteed. I don't know if that gets it done. You know, they gave the the Cardinals gave him a lot of money. No, I think part of the question with Green Bay is would he would he have taken a hometown discount? Now, like that's you what said, I'm sa- that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, would he have taken five or six million less guaranteed? If that's the case, then I think I have to think he had a feeling that Rogers that things were weird. I mean, we all had a feeling that things were weird at the time that he signed. Did he think it would get like this? It wouldn't shock me if he because to me, at minimum, you talk to the Packers, you do some due diligence, you think about. Okay, what are they willing to pay? And is that a place I'd want to go play for that amount of money? Now, some guys don't actually want to go back home to play. It's not everybody doesn't want to go home to play. But I got to think he did at least some due diligence and had some had some understanding. <laughs> Tell the world. Don't you think he had now, some understanding? It, I well, think it wasn't Rodgers. Rodgers telling people he was out. His team. Yeah, he didn't so need what, to back know, channel. JJ got his one. number. He's like, I'm fucking gone, bro. It's like, uh, like, cool, I'll just go to, to go play golf at uh, Whisper Rock. I'm out, too. Somebody text Rodgers and see what he's up to. It's like, text him. Just watch Sports Center. All I right. also think JJ could probably convince himself that the team he just joined is closer than like me or you think. Sure. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. Good player. I mean, he looks around. He goes, I'm, there are equal. There are guys in this locker room. Well, DeAndre Hopkins, right? Like, there are Chandler Jones. Like, Chandler there are guys Jones. in this locker room yeah. that I go, they're Rita on Baker. my level. Next up, sure. John. This one is from uh, Instagram. Mailbag, love the pod. Going two years listing. My question, does Nick Bosa go over under 10 sacks? Anthony, he says, my favorite place to watch a football game is the Cigar Lounge in State Line, Idaho. Cigar. I can already see how this will extend the mailbag because we'll start Googling places. Over (laughs) under 10 sacks for Nick Bosa. I got to go over here, John. Yeah, if it's under, the Niners have a problem. I think they are expecting, I mean, a healthy Nick Bosa season should give you about 15 yeah i'd say if you told me right now 13 and a half you would take that in a heartbeat i think unless you'd rather roll that yeah no i know but given his injury history you're greedy 17 games and i'm greedy i know next up john this is from dr g22 first things first favorite bar to watch a game is egan and sons in montclair new jersey egan and sons see every time we see montclair montclair new jersey Mm -hmm. what's there I don't know, but I've been there. You've been there? I remember being there. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Listening for about three years now, and I get the same excitement every morning when a new pod comes out. Question, will the lock of the week be back in 2021? That was one of my favorite segments, and I enjoyed tailing and sometimes fading you guys. 
Also, if you consider doing a survivor pool for the pod, maybe you decide your team for the week and then have listeners choose a team to see who can last longer, Ham or the people. We've picked up a lot of listeners since last football season, so we should recap for some people. We did a uh, lock of the week. We started in my bookie. We started with what, like two hundred dollars? A two hundred dollar bet? Was it more? No, I think we each put. I think it was five hundred dollars. I thought we each put two hundred fifty in. I and thought, or maybe two hundred in. I don't. I can't. And quite we just remember. decided we're gonna bet until we. We're just gonna bet one team a week. It'll be our lock of the week until we run out of money. And um, we were betting the Jets there for a while, and then we started getting bored with the winning. Yeah, I, 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 I'd be down to do it again and just tell ourselves one hundred percent no boredom. And no, no emotion factors in. Just a pure bet. Because I think we were, if we would have bet the Jets slash the I, the Giants too, definitely hammered the Jets. Maybe it was the Jags. We were just, we just like, I don't want to bet these shitty teams. And we wanted to bet games that we were going to watch too. Was the other thing, you know? I'd be down to do it again and just completely take the emotion out of it and just bet the shitty team. Because remember, we're like, Let's I want to bet Alabama. Yeah, and it was like oh. minus twenty five against Lane. Ole Miss. And then it. And then Lane's throwing up all these points. Like, this is insane. Like, Nick, are you guys going to play any defense? We started parlaying. But that was something probably, I bet Par- Powell Feinbaum would have been like, well, you got to be careful. Bama's defense isn't as good, and Lane can score on offense. Yep. Turns out they got this. I, yeah. We can't Matt do Corral. things we don't know anything Matt about. Matt Corral. Yeah. We started doing parlays to, like, make up lost ground, too. Yeah. We got bored fast. Uh, we got to 1,000. We won three in a row. We were at, like, 1,200 bucks pretty quick. Devo. Devo. Devocho Cinco. Devocho Cinco. So this person's name is Dave. Uh, question for AB Habe. He's been experimenting with new hair product in an attempt to have better flow. Recommendations on products and styling methods. My bar, John can actually weigh in on this. You have a history. Uh, bar recommendation. Moonshine Beach in San Diego is a great Niner bar. Huge projector screen. Takes up the entire wall. Five different bars inside. Live country rock artist Friday, Saturday night. P.S. We need intro music on the YouTube. Um, uh moonshine beach in san diego that's so that sounds like multiple uh that sounds like multiple bars right is that what he said never been there I, yeah i mean i would imagine just bar recommendation moonshine beach i bet that it wouldn't shock me if that was a bar but i don't know um, I, that, honestly i haven't hung out that often in san diego in 15 plus years yeah i need to go back fucking place is awesome uh, product, I, you know, John used to have luscious flow, so you can weigh in. No, These, guy, this is, this is yours. I've been bald for a decade. You're an experience. This is like, you're like a former NFL player. You can say like back when I played, you know, uh, you could do things that different, you can't di- do. It was days. a different life. I don't even remember the time. Uh, you know, I've bounced around some Hans de Fuco, some Aveda. I used to do this Aveda Hans de Fuco cocktail, I called it, where I would use multiple two, two products. Um, I would say about. You know, three years ago, I graduated from using like a six dollar thing of Axe to using things that cost like, you know, 20 bucks for the little container. But what I'm using these days is a product by Kevin Murphy. There's multiple holds. The beauty of it is like a little one is like 13 bucks or 20 bucks. I don't know. And uh, I'm using the one called Rough Rider. And it you just need a little bit and it and it really lasts. I don't like a lot of product. Um, John knows. John, sometimes, you know, maybe you slick it up for a big event, but. This has just got a little product in it. The key is the cut. The key is the cut, not the product. Can I give a quick take on the cut? Mm. And listen, if I was had you what you guys and everyone else has, I would do the cut too. But everyone's doing the cut now. You guys all look the same. Like I saw Hassan Minhaj. I follow him mm. on social media. He's got the Get Haberman. 
everyone with great hair has, has the long, yeah, I know. on the sides, long on top. Like that, just every fucking guy with sweet hair has that Every look. guy with the there beard also definitely has that hair. There is zero diversity in your guy's look. So, uh, right. first of all, it's kind of like a you. Twitter take. Like Twitter, everyone just follows the same thing. So, haircut, again, it's cool. I'm not, I no, would hear the same too. You guys are all doing the same thing, though. Yeah, but here's the problem. So, post pandemic, I went a lot shorter because I was like, everyone came out of the pandemic. Like, actually, throughout the pandemic, my hair was actually much shorter than this. And uh, I was like, everyone's doing that. I got to do something different. I want to shorten it up, tighten it up a little bit. And then I thought, you know what? I, I don't like my whole life. I've been trying to figure out a way to get it long and have some flow. So what do you recommend I do? I don't know. I, I'm not. <laughs> I haven't figured out. I am advice. open. Here's my point. I'm open. You to do. Doing a, something you different. do agree that you guys all look the same now. Well, it's why I stopped. It's this. This I, maybe doesn't look different to you, but it's a lot longer than I had it. About halfway through the pandemic, I realized everyone thinks they got long hair now. They're going to let it go. And so I got to do something different. Um, and so all I really did was cut it short. I've never really – I've done the same thing with my hair my whole life. Uh, but now that it's long in the front, and I'm with you. It looks the same. But I, I can't – I haven't figured out what else to do with it. Like I'm not going to do some bushy – like uh, I don't know. Do you want me to like do the thing like the – Well, that was that? Peaky Blinders. How about that? Go, Is that go, go down, go down a little farther, like Peaky Blinders. That's uh, that's yeah, do that. Do, I feel no, like no, I feel like this down. is all the, the way down, all the way down. The sun. <laughs> I feel like this is the sun from uh, Wedding Crashers. That's yeah, it kind of looks is. like that too. Yeah, that's <laughs> you know. Would that but make that, you love you, me? <laughs> you would stand out like that. You Hassan Minhaj to Carissa Thompson's agent husband. Uh, Every good-looking, tall, skinny guy. Every big league baseball player. I know. I don't know what to do with it. Not hating. Not hating. I'm, I can't relate. I'm I don't telling have you. I'm telling you. I'm aware of it, and I feel like the per, of the people doing it. I'm the only one that's aware of it. But I'm stuck. I don't know what else to do now. Like you're telling me if I you just have went, you. By have the way, this play, is a, this is a very YouTube. For those of you on the podcast, you're like, what? What the hell? You you have a play that no one ever does. I know you don't. You get itchy or whatever. You could probably rock a sweet beard and that. But the, that but again, everyone's doing that. Yeah, but I, you never have done it. So you're know, look but it's, it, it accepts you. It like doesn't, you know, if you don't have it, I don't know. How about the, is this the same or is this different? What do you consider that? Just <laughs> the, another version of the same thing? What you got going right now? I just flattened it. Yeah, it would just look like, you know, like a preppy kid. Going I'm just asking, does that, is that, do you consider this different? Yeah, that looks different. Okay. Yes. That looks like a normal haircut. All like right. We'll, forever. We'll, we'll yeah. rock with this for the rest of the... Of but the again, I would do what you guys are doing. The I, sweet dude, flow up I, top. Believe me, I have stressed about what you just described because I know it's true and I don't want to be that way. But I it don't know what else to do. It would be the equivalent of like, like in cars. I would imagine the majority of human beings drive a car for a long period of time in a general price range, right? Like twenty five dollars to $35,000. But there are so many different cars. So everyone looks like they kind of have a different car. Some yeah. guys have white cars. Some guys right, have right. blue cars. But you guys are all driving the equivalent of the same car. Bro, believe me. I know. Yeah. I know. But, so you know. It, I, I mean, I get some it, point of difference. Just I don't have a choice. For right? sure. I mean, I haven't shaved. I, that's why I put a hat on. I'm, I'm a, I'm bald. But, but John, what, shit. it's like telling a big league picture like, oh, you guys are throwing 95. And it's like, well, I throw 95. What do you want me to do about it? I know. It's you like, just got to ride well, it. Shit. See where I it takes you. I'll become a knuckleballer. 
Next yeah, up, this is from Reek the Sneak. What do you guys think about Arizona State scandal going on? It feel like every school has some, probably did something similar to what ASU did, especially in the SEC, where they didn't really believe in COVID anyway. They're saying it could eventually cost Herman's job. Kind of disappointing, as I feel like there's always high hopes for ASU, but it doesn't amount to anything. Uh, really hoping things would be different with Jaden Daniels at QBO and use the promo code HAM for a major bag alert. You know, I, I think what will be interesting here is, did anybody else do the stuff that is alleged that they did like having people on like COVID or no COVID John, a dead period is a dead period, right? So whether Alabama was not wearing masks and er, the dead period is a dead period throughout the country, right? Yeah. Like everyone knows what a dead period is. So I don't know that we're going to, I mean, surely that no one's ever the only one to do something a certain way, but if that stuff's true, now, look, there's only a few, there's what, 10 weeks to the season? Can the NCAA really move that quickly? I don't know. But, um, yeah, it I'm not is loving weird. it. I'll tell you that. It, it, it is weird that I would say most of our life, Arizona State has not been good really at football or, ba- or, ba- or basketball. Yeah. Like that school, and I've always thought a little bit like San Diego State, but even them, right? They've had some moments now in basketball the last couple decades where they've been you know, top what, three or four seed? Like, Arizona State, like, how? I mean, fuck, I'm going there in a couple days. If you're listening to this, I might be there by the time you're listening to this. That place, just that whole area, I mean, we got some schools. Like, I like Seattle, but if you chose John Middlecoff and I got some shit going for me as a high school player coming out of the Sacramento area, I'm choosing Tempe over Seattle or Eugene. But, But that's not the way it works. And sometimes they're just... For whatever reason, Arizona State has just never been able to, in golf and baseball they have, right? It's like kids want to go there. Kids want. But for football and definitely even basketball, but let's just talk about football. It just doesn't. I don't know. I I don't quite. I don't get it. I I really don't. I think the thing that makes it hard. Because unlike San Diego State, they're in in the conference that matters, right? right? It's like they are. They're in a big boy school. I, a right? lot I mean, of people they play big boy schools, and a lot of people are going to picking them this year to win the Pac-12 South. Like when the standing Here's, when, now, I don't know if that will be the case that they'll get picked, but a lot of people are picking them this year. One thing about this guy: if you're from Southern California, think of the pitch. Hey, you get to play UCLA and USC every year. <laughs> your family is guaranteed to watch you at minimum one home game, and it's not like we're that far away. Like you have that in your back pocket. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're talking. Look, bottom line, like. Whether anyone else did it or not, we're talking about major, you know, major infractions potentially. And uh, this is not like somebody digging, trying to dig on them. Somebody handed a packet to the NCAA and the packet said, the point of me giving you this packet is so that if you look into into uh, ASU football, you will find violations. That's the cover letter, John. It said, no, I'm trying to give you so much information. You can't fail at this. I know what you're saying and I know what happened. But my, I understand why they, they've been nailed before. Erickson got in some trouble. Uh, when I was at Fresno State, they had an enormous recruiting class led by Vontez Burfitt, who mm. was supposed to go to USC, and they got in trouble for doing some shady shit. And then Todd came. But you've just overall, to me, there's a reason they always feel like they have to push the envelope. They never feel like Oregon, Washington, obviously USC, hell, even like what Stanford, you've been around that program, but just at the different schools, like, what what, what the fuck? Why? Why are they never, they're not viewed as an equal. 
just with kids eyes i don't i don't get it no they do kind of feel like a more of a rebel it's why they it's I probably i think you're arizona right arizona doesn't even feel like it. that and it's probably why they try you know they try to throw a major curveball with you know, let's do it different here right and they made themselves relevant really quick in terms of getting the spotlight on them they did that why do you think arizona which is not in as nice of an area i don't even think it's close i would much rather be in the scottsdale tempe phoenix area than tucson Yet their programs historically, and baseball, their baseball team's good too. Yeah. Why are they much more of a stable feel, like much closer to like an Oregon or Washington or Cal than Arizona State? From a bas- from a football standpoint, you think? I'm just saying the overall athletic pro- overall yeah, athletic prob- program. I mean, the real reason why I don't know, but I mean, they have had a you know they've got like a top ten basketball program for thirty years now, right? Yeah, that they've helps. just been extreme, like one of the most relevant programs. So maybe that's why. Yeah, they were a powerhouse. Next up, mailbag. Uh, this one is from. Um, oh, this one's from uh, Instagram. Snuck in here, uh, Ian. Uh, he actually had a bar. He's in the UK. I can't remember where the. I it was a long one, so here it is. Uh, this would probably seem normal to you both, but I always find it odd that during the trophy presentation in the NFL after the Super Bowl. Um, the owner gets the award. Over here, he's saying in the UK in soccer, the players get the moment of glory listing the trophy. Even the coaches aren't involved in that initial hoist. Owners are nowhere near. Why just, they normally just stand there watching. Why in the NFL do the owners get all the glory? Has it always been this way? I mean, my first thought is that because, you know, football is a, football was created by business, the NFL, created by businessmen trying to create a league to make money. And so they were always kind of on the front line of it. Soccer has just been going for so long that the tradition, there's no one person built them up. Again, if I'm wrong, correct me here. Obviously, Jed York built up Leeds United. But but I, I don't know. Maybe it's just that football is, the NFL is so much more recent. And it, it, from the jump, wouldn't you say, the owners of the NFL have been some of the big names in the league. I do, in a weird way, feel like the one individual owner when the team wins is pretty synonymous with his franchise. Yeah. Now, occasionally, like last year, the Glazers, even though the Glazers are synonymous with the Bucks, we just don't really know what they look like or whatever. But a lot of owners, like I just say a name, like I say Arthur Blank, to the average person in America, they don't think Home Depot, right? Or Office Depot, or whatever his, you know, the powerhouse mm-hmm. made him a billionaire. They think the Atlanta Falcons. Why? Why do you think that is? Right. I don't know. Besides, I don't, the NFL is huge. I, I think he's overrating their glory a little. I mean, they're standing there, but it is about the coach and the player, right? Yeah, but the, but I think it's what the owner gets the trophy first, right? I like it's to present this him, trophy. He, he, he just gets there fast. The other guys are mingling around. I don't but know. I think they always do. Like, I, I, I'd love to present this trophy to Robert Kraft and the Patriots, and they hand him the trophy, right? Yeah, I think part of it is like Al Davis like and the he, Raiders. <laughs> But he was the GM, too. That's I true, mean, but that's not why he was getting they, the trophy. They, well, who's handing it to him, usually? Jim Nance or whatever? They are the ones associated the with the networks. The commissioner is the, the net, one handing you know, the trophy. Yeah, I mean, I... So their employee is handing them the I think trophy. They're, they're, intertwi- they're all intertwined. All right, next up. Thank you, Ian, for that one. Tom Brady on Barbershop from GQ Weezy. Uh, do you guys think when Brady said, you're sticking with that MFR on Barbershop show, is because Jimmy G isn't good enough? Because Jimmy G, who was with Belichick, who was willing to move on. So you and I did a video about that. We both, uh, my conclusion was Tannehill. Your conclusion was Tannehill or Jimmy. Derek. Or, or Derek. Derek. I saw Cowherd the other day said he thought it was uh, Trubisky. 
Uh, yeah, but we did a video on that, um, which you go check out. I, you know, I'm Tannehill. I don't a- any reason to think since we made that video to change my opinion on Tannehill. Oh, oh, to me, only Tom, the way Tom spoke about it was like, I want to go there and they're not offering me a contract because right. the way, the, the way it ended, did you, do you take it as the Chargers had a standing offer to Tom Brady? Did I, I took it as Tom did the, not want to go to the Chargers. That's how I took, but they had a standing, they would have paid him if he would have said so. yes. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't. I, I I think it's just more that to me, it's more that Tom didn't want to go there than it is that I think they were. To me, they're like when Peyton Manning ended up going to the Denver Broncos, it was clear like five teams had standing offers to him. Right, the Dolphins, the Titans, the Niners, <laughs> like all these teams were like the, the. I saw one of the dudes on the flying coach, uh, Zach Taylor mentioned it. Like he flew out with Peyton Manning when he was. Oh, that was with the Dolphins. Like Peyton Manning had like five or six standing offers. Do you agree that it was hard to tell, like, who are Tom's standing offers, beside the Bucks who were all in for him? Like, what, you know, the Raiders, like, yeah, we're not really, like, what were the offers? That, it was very confusing that way. Like, Tennessee clearly didn't have a standing offer for him, right? Yeah. Because they paid Tannehill. Right. The Raiders clearly didn't have a standing offer. He asked the Niners, no standing offer, they said no. And I remember, uh, listen, Florio takes a lot of shit. I do think he was right on this one. Like, what was Tom's market? Was it just ultimately when the dust settled, the Chargers and the Bucks were willing to pay him? Because then maybe he was talking about like, hey, Matt Nagy, I would be interested in coming playing for your team. He's like, you know, we're just going to ride it out with Mitch. That would sound like something he's saying. Right. Right? Like, fuck that motherfucker. Like, Do you, do you feel like he's talking about someone who was not giving him an offer? That's no. what I'm saying. No. Right? That's who he's talking about. Yep. Someone not giving him an offer. No, no, sorry. I'm talking, yes. It's not, to me, the, again, to go back to it, I think the Chargers, he just didn't want to go there. I think the Bears, I think the Bears would have offered him a contract. I think the Bears should have wanted him. Yeah, I don't, I, I, that's a hell of a question. But I, I do not think it's the Bears. To me, it may, it could be Ryan Tannehill. It could be Derek Carr if he wanted to go to the Raiders, though I can't imagine he wanted to go to the Raiders. I think but this gets back to, he didn't have that many options. Which is kind of crazy. Which is crazy. That's nuts. Uh, Dirty Sanchez, number one. First off, you guys are awesome. I tore my ACL playing basketball this week and reminds me of John saying that that's what he would do if he stepped on the court again. Have you two guys talked Le'Veon versus Reed at all? And if the Niners do well this year and McDaniel gets poached, who's next in line? So you you have talked about the fact that your your ACL might go. I've talked about the fact that I've retired out of fear of an ACL. We did talk about Le'Veon and Reed. And... Um, Mike McDaniel. Wait, can I go back to the ACL mm-hmm. and the Achilles injuries, which I would say are the two major culprits on a pickup basketball? And I know, I, listen, I used to snow ski when I was a kid. Uh, my buddy Ryan Fry, his wife Mona, tore her ACL a couple years ago skiing, just skiing down the hill. Uh, when you see, and I would imagine most people that listen to us think and would think this if they got injured, oh, it's just a six to nine month. Do you understand these people rehab every day in pro sports? Like they don't, they don't like do their job. And then I remember my dad, he'd go to work and then he'd have to go for an hour a day when he had his big knee injury in the nineties. Like you have to make time out of your day to go rehab. These guys, their rehab is their life. It's not just now you don't need it like them to do crazy movements, but it's a longer rehab. I think than the casual person knows that's why I'm completely out on getting injured. Like, I do not want, one, to not be able to move, two, have to work rehab around my life. 
Also, you got to drive to rehab. What if you tear your right leg ACL? Now, how do you get into your rehab? Because you got a big boot on your right, you know. Well, that's, I guess, maybe an Achilles. Maybe you can drive with an ACL. I don't know. I would guess for a while you have to to use your left foot. Get a European car. (laughs) Yeah. Uber. (laughs) T-Roy. Outstanding pod. Saves me during my commute. First question, Nagy's recent comments about zero chance field start week one seem premature for that amount of confidence in a statement. Are you buying it or is it just straight uh, strong rhetoric to take some pressure off of fields and keep Dalton happy for now? Better question, when can we expect T.O. to hit you back? I've been waiting for years now. See, again, we have a lot of new listeners. That's from our old radio days. We had Terrell Owens on the show. We were doing the show. What year was this, you think? Like 2015? It was 20, uh, 2014? Yeah. Might have been 15. We're doing the, we're at spring training. T.O.'s on the show. T.O., like something comes up while he's doing the interview. And he goes... The interview, I mean, we had had him on for probably 10 plus minutes by then. And he had another call. And he or said, he just wanted to get back, off. Guys. <laughs> yeah, right? who knows? Or he might have been lying. He's like, uh, let me hit you back. And of course, he, why would he? He never hit us back. That interview launched us to the first number one rating month in the history of the radio station. First ones to do it. And, um, and he never called us back, but that became, that is a long running joke among people who have listened to the radio show back in the day before it was a podcast. Did T.O. ever hit you back? And the answer is no. Do you think T.O. was dramatically more famous six years ago than he is today? Because I feel like that interview, the equivalent now, if we were still not doing terrestrial done. radio, yeah, would not right. do a crazy pop. Maybe times were just different. It was just a Different world, guy. Different world. How about Matt Nagy's recent comments about zero chance field starts? You buying that he means that? Your boy. Uh, yeah. I mean, he. I've. I listened to the clip. He gave it with a lot of conviction. Like he's like Rich. I think that's who he was on with. Is it? Did he write that? No, he didn't write. I think that. that's. I think he was on Rich's show or Ross Tucker's show or one of those Florio show. He was adamant. He's like, no chance. Andy Dalton's our starter. Like I, I you know, listen. He's my guy. Doesn't mean you agree with everything. I. I would have gone. Yeah, as of right now, he's definitely our starter. Training camp. I'm always big on preface giving me outs. Like, we'll see. This guy's a rookie. We're not putting pressure on him. We signed Andy to be the starter. Things change in the draft. We got Justin Fields. I also completely believe that words mean fucking absolutely nothing. But his words were pretty strong. So Yeah, it's but but again, if Justin Fields looks incredible, he'll be like, Yeah, that's what I thought at the time, and then Justin Fields beat him out, right? Yeah. He's not going to not play Justin Fields because this is what he told whoever. Yeah. Next up, uh, DJ Fortner. You guys probably know me from taking my money in DraftKings. I do actually recognize his name. Uh, Also got into my bookie through you guys. Thanks again for the lost money. The ads are great and always (laughs) well-timed. Tell the losers to get a life. From NC Hometown, a mad bub. Best podcast in the business, and I'm a Ravens fan. Question. Fantasy draft hypothetical. All players are free agents. The whole league is getting redrafted. Name the top 10 QBs you would take, no matter the age. From the rookies this year to the Tom Brady contracts, they're all equal. Basically, if you started a team today, who would y'all take? Note, the list is a lot harder than you think. Would Russell Wilson, Rodgers get drafted in the top 10? You know, the thing you always ask on a list like that is, are we talking for one season or are we talking, you know, for a... Uh, for long term, but just so everyone has, we I just have this handy because we made a different video about Sims. I'll throw that list up just so you have guys to look at. I mean, Mahomes. I, I think one. He, I I think the easiest way to do it is to not look at one season just for the foreseeable future. But so age matters. 
Okay. Because to me, the one season thing, it's not – if you're doing a redraft or just a draft from scratch and for the next 10 years, whether it was 10 years or one, Mahomes is going one no matter what. Yeah. Where I think it makes – if you're just going the one year, then you could take Tom Brady right. or even Aaron Rodgers. Because I do think at like number two, if someone went like Josh Allen or – I hell, I'll give you a curveball, Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> like what if someone just – Someone, loved someone might love Joe crazy. Burrow. Yeah, or – Justin Herbert, another guy, yeah, right. So, I think Russell's only thirty-two. He'd be a lock. Yeah, to me, the Russ is like in the perfect wheelhouse of legend, but still has good years left. I think Ro- I think Rogers. You just go. Could we get four or five years? And I, win it and and try I think to win a couple of championships. The way he looked, I, I think you could justify him being two behind Mahomes. I think Lamar Jackson would go in the top ten because he just guarantee you winning. He just give you a shot to win. You want to win. Like, that's the point of this, right? How does you win with Lamar Jackson? I've come around on Lamar. I think Herbert. Now, I don't know if you win a Super Bowl, but you win. Like, yeah, I, I, I think Lamar would go over Herbert. Uh, uh, I agree with. Uh, it depends see, I don't who the know. GM was. Actually, I'm not sure about that. So Mahomes, Josh Allen, Rodgers. I mean, maybe. Uh, sorry, I, the Sims list then makes it look like that's our list. Uh, I think Rodgers could Russell. go too. I think Rodgers could go too there. But I would understand yeah. Josh Allen. Yeah, uh, he would go Russ, high. There's, so there's four in no particular order. Would you go Lamar five? I I just throw Herbert Lamar five. in there. I throw Herbert in there. Uh, you know, I think Burrow's injury is a little scary, but I think Brady does have to be in the. Again, we're not talking about Sims here, but I think Brady's yeah. got to be in the draft ahead of Dak. I mean, we can't. You wouldn't. The, the Cowboys just didn't want to pay Dak. You can't draft Dak in the top ten. Yeah, it's, it's different. But they didn't want to pay him as much as they paid him. Um, who's the youngest player that would make this list? Josh Allen, Justin Herbert? Uh, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor, yeah. You said Trevor. Trey Lance? I'm, I'm just asking the question. Yeah, I, yeah. no. I've, <laughs> Kyler? Who would go ahead? Kyler or Trey Lance? Who goes higher? I, I'm just, I don't know. I, I'm off the Kyler bandwagon. God, can you imagine that feeling of just going to get a good sweat and coming home with a torn ACL? That would just rattle me. Okay, Juan, for you, buddy. This is from Facebook. Go to our Facebook page. Ask us a question. Juan on Facebook. Juan Gutierrez. Question for the pod. Wanted to mention how knowledgeable and entertaining you guys are. Uh, what's your Raiders record assessment this year and why? Much love from Woodland, California, home of Dustin Pedroia. Favorite bar, Woodstock Pizza in Davis. Is fire. Well, I've we've spent many a day, a minute, a lunch with a the, the cheesy garlic bread or whatever it was called. Do you remember what that thing was called? They Just had, like the breadsticks. Did, they had Woodstocks in, in San Luis too. Same piece. This was you know, a high the, school the stuff sauce. The sauce. The marinara in the crust. That to me is such a game changer. The sauce in the crust, so you kind of roll it over, so you get bites. You know, sometimes that bite's kind of dry, but if you get a little marinara, oh. My good. Woodstock's pizza. Oh, God, it's fire. Uh, uh, just off field, not yeah. looking at the schedule, Raiders win total? Not looking at the over-under? This is not an official it, over-under? To, I, you know, it's, I, I just don't have any feel for their defense. If you tell me their defense is dramatically better, I say they can win 10 games. If you tell me it's, you know, t- you know, a tiny improvement, like they're not as historically bad, but they're still a bottom 10 defense, I could see 8-9, and nine, you know? You can't be that terrible at defense. You just can't. Now I'm going. I think someone would be like, "It's got to end somewhere," which I'd say kind of true. But have the players really changed that much? 
I'm going nine just as a placeholder until we really dive into things, but that's my first nine. I, I honestly think of all the teams, they would be a hard team to bet on like the win over under type stuff till you I feel get a feel for like a month into for the sure. season. <laughs> I got I, I feel I have no clue, guy, honestly. Because I was cocky last year. I'm like, they're going to the playoffs. Yeah. I know. Wild breath. Or like the like way, the so. seventh wild card, you know? Do you feel confident they're gonna be a seventh wild card? No, I don't feel seed? confident about it. Would you are, would you pick that? Because I would not. Uh nine probably doesn't make you a wild card team. No. Not one eleven in a sixteen game season. Okay. Uh, I think that I think that was all of them, John. We we had a bunch. I hope I didn't I might have misplaced a couple, so hopefully I didn't. But um thanks for naming the bars. We love that. If you're watching the video, subscribe to it. Anything else we need to hit? Uh no. I don't you know we're halfway if you're listening to this, we're basically almost halfway through the year. It's pretty crazy how fast life goes. Just to get deep here really quick. Mm-hmm. Just you know, last year was the slowest year ever. I do feel like 2021, if last year felt like it was kind of going in molasses, this year feels like it's going in a Lewis Hamilton car. Like it's we're halfway through the year of 2021. Yeah. I mean, that's we're going to be at the football season before we know it. I mean, I I, I vividly remember when Schefter was talking about blood in the streets and canceling the draft and it wasn't it doesn't feel like that long. Like I I do feel like 2020 was just a a powerful, obviously, for many reasons, but just a year that you just felt like you were just in it and felt every day. Every this second. This feels like a yeah. normal life year. It's just kind of going, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> NBA Finals already here. Boom. You know, training camp starting. Boom. Football yeah, season. It will. I mean, it's a cliche to say, but uh, the training camp, right now we go like, God, ah, when is it going to be here? Well, it'll be here in the blink of an eye. It'll be here before we know it. Um, it was a, um, you know, some good things, you know, from us, like in terms of like the YouTube streaming, that was something that we started doing last year, but, uh, it was a, you felt every, it's like NFL players say like you wake up on Monday, you feel every hit you took the day before. Like you felt every day of 2020. It's funny. I found an old photo from like New Year's Eve, 2020. It was like, that idiot has no idea. (laughs) Like, like last week I saw the picture. I'm like, Oh, New Year's Eve going into from 2019. It was like in front of like these like the 2020 gold balloons. I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) gonna be a great year. (laughs) Fuck that. So anyway, it's good to be in this year. Yeah, good good to be alive. All right, everybody. Two week vacation starts now. Still have content on the YouTube channel over the next two weeks. That'll be going up. Podcast returns in two, and um, yeah, we'll be ready to hit it. Hope everybody's great. Have a good two weeks, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Adios.